This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Shooter ready. Stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, making good people defenseless does not make bad people harmless. Gun control laws only disarm the law-abiding. Murder, rape, and assault are already against the law. And do you really think a law that bans concealed carry will stop a criminal? Will help us fight back and become a member of San Diego County Gun Owners. We make that activism easy. So join today. Go to sccgo.org slash join and sign up to be a member today. Because together we will win. Happy Taylor Swift Day. Yeah, give me a break. Are you a Swifty? <laughs> Are you a Swifty really? Am I ever? You know what cracks me up, I'm a Dave? Toby Keith fan. Thank you very much. You know what cracks me up is every American male over the age of 40 is irate at the amount of attention the NFL is giving this 32 or whatever year old pop star. Like, who cares? Do you Have you heard her songs? Uh, yeah. It's, what do you think? Okay, so all it's right. as commercial. You know what? It's as commercial as I'll, I'll, a commercial. I'll tell you what I think. Um, because I've actually I I don't mind going down rabbit holes. Like when somebody's really popular, I want to know why. Yeah. Like I remember like Billie Eilish. I went down, you know, and okay. I'm like, why is she? And I was actually very impressed. And I found out her brother is actually a very talented musician, and mm-hmm, the two of them mm-hmm. together. Her voice is kind of lackluster, but mm-hmm. okay. Taylor Swift is as saccharine as it gets. It's it's she writes her songs, right. which should be commended. Yep. There's nothing complicated. She's not like a, a an innovative musician. Nope. There's nothing, you know. But whatever. Music is just physics. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, hey, these chords sound good together because they resonate. You know, they don't, you know. So, okay, whatever, you know. But the thing is, she, the music, the music's whatever. It doesn't really. The lyrics speak to every disenchanted <laughs> Girl, you know what I mean. That's yes. all it is. Yeah. They're not written by some staffer in a in a mo- in a studio somewhere. Yeah. So she's just like, oh, I broke up with so and so, and here's how I feel. All the hearts. That's it. That's all it is. So so here's the so you have this pop star that doesn't matter who's doing music that doesn't matter. And she's dating some, you know, she's a billionaire. She's dating some millionaire who plays a, a sport that doesn't matter. Right. And everybody's irate. And I'm like, okay, this is, so I've been all over my Facebook, my personal Facebook. I know. I'm just, <laughs> just just stoking the flames because yeah. I can't believe the meltdown. I don't watch football. I don't listen to her music. I don't care about any of it. I know, but I so do funny. love slaying golden calves. Yes, you do. And it's just like, oh. Now, 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 okay, so now let's ask the lady in the house. Okay. I mean, do your daughters listen? Do you listen? They to don't. No, I don't. No, I. I, I think she. I Did feel like you she ever? Came, no, I think she came a like a generation after what I would have been into that, and my kids were too young, and then now it's. So let me know. ask you this. I mm-hmm. mean, I look at her as being plugged in, where at one time it was Britney Spears. 
another time. Well, that's I wasn't a fan of her either. Well, no, I'm not saying. I may not be the right one to ask. But they, she fills a niche. Hey, you know what's funny? You know Mm -hmm. who? You know who plugged her in? Toby Keith. Did he really? I'm not. When she, she was originally signed to his label. No, to his label. No kidding. He discovered her. So it's funny you just said that. You're breaking Dave's heart right now. Uh, no, You're achy, because your I no, think she, okay, Cy, um, Miley Cyrus. I, now, I know, of, but I'm just saying. I think she's, she's a catastrophe well, totally. of a person. I mean, and I they filled, they filled a notch. You know, All right, okay. Actually, we, we can't, we cannot talk. We're going to get so much we were talking hate. Food. I know. We can't talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll end with the funniest Taylor Swift slash uh, Travis Kelsey joke I heard the whole time. You know, when everybody's that? getting all excited is somebody said uh, Travis Kelsey uh, scoring sixes on and off the field, <laughs> which I thought. Was oh, that's even because you know she's okay. a, she's like a six. One eight hundred Michael. That's one eight hundred Michael for all complaints. That's right. Okay, you know what? Gun show. Go to gunownersradio.com. Gun show is first weekend of March, March second and third. What we need you to do right now is go to gunownersradio.com and buy your movie tickets for Second Amendment movie night. We're going to mm-hmm. see the Wolverine movie. Can't mention the name because of the contract. It's kind of weird. Thank you, San Diego County Libertarian Party, for sponsoring movie night. Uh, that's very, very awesome, you guys. The SDLPs are, are uh, the sponsor, our movie night sponsors, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. One thing I wanted to talk about that's very important, the thing that differentiates us from other YouTube channels, other podcasts, other radio shows, whatever, that have to do with the Second Amendment is that this is an activist show. This isn't just, oh, let's talk about a lawsuit and let's all complain and whine and whatever. We actually are, we're actually activists. We actually do things to change policy. We don't just tell you bad news or good news or analysis. We're not just the same thing you hear all the time. So I want to talk about something that happened last week. On Tuesday, uh, the County Board of Supervisors voted to put in um, 18 new suggestions that were the result of the uh, gun violence report that they tried that they did last year that we were very engaged with. We beat it down as much as possible. When they voted on it last spring, we beat it. It was a two-two vote, but then they elected uh, Monica Montgomery Step, and she voted the wrong way. Um, is really what it all boils down to. I invite you to go to sdcgo.org/blog, B-L-O-G, and read my write-up about what happened. In fact, it's pretty amazing. The I was there the whole time. I watched the meeting. The meeting was an absolute catastrophe. The county board meeting has turned into a weirdo circus of weirdos. There are like six gadflies that that comment on every single item. It is horrible. Um, it 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 went on at least three hours longer than it should have. But here's the deal. Here's what Joel Anderson, Supervisor Joel Anderson, and Supervisor Jim Desmond did. They said, look, out of these 18 um, proposals, half of them are not bad. They support you know, suicide prevention. They support mm-hmm. uh, community uh, outreach so that people don't become criminals, You know, stuff like that. And so I actually worked with Joel and said, here are the good ones. Here are the bad ones. Now, the term is bifurcate. Bifurcate means that they took – what they wanted, they split it up. Mm. So there were 18 measures in one measure, but they split it up. They said, hey, we want to bifurcate the the good ones, the the ones that would help people who are suicidal. Let's pull that out. And then leave alone the anti-gun stuff, right? So the idea was, hey, Monica, just vote for 
the good stuff. Don't vote for the anti-gun stuff. Well, she she voted for the whole thing. Uh, Joel and Jim did bifurcate it. They did try to pull out the uh, the good stuff and leave out the anti-gun stuff, uh, but they were unfortunately outvoted. Now, the significance of this is, you know, she talks a lot, especially when she was in office on the city council and then, you know, going into the election. One of her main things is uh, that she talks about a lot is uh, institutional racism. Now, I don't. It, this isn't about institutional racism, so I don't care where you stand in institutional racism. What I do care about is that gun laws, absolutely, in California, gun laws fit the definition of institutional racism. We've talked about that on the show before. So what they describe as institutional racism, uh, gun laws in California absolutely fit that. In other words, there is a disproportionately large amount of gun laws, and they are disproportionately used against the black and brown community. It, it fits the exact mm-hmm. definition of institutional racism. You would think then that she would recognize after we I explained it, you know, that hey, if I vote for for these recommendations, I am contributing to the institutional racism problem. But her anti-gun influence uh, overtook, mm-hmm. and uh, she voted for it anyway. What it will do is. The main thing I was against that we're, we're all against that this that, that made this thing horrible is they're actually they hired an employee and they set up an office that's the gun violence prevention office on the county level. Really? And, and this this person's whole purpose is to just do anti-gun stuff. I mean, it's really truly what it amounts to. Monica Montgomery Step is has contributed to the. Uh, uh, institutional racism that she says she's against by not voting for the reasonable stuff, the anti-suicide stuff, and voting for and, and to include the uh, the anti-gun stuff. So, and starting her own office. Well, yeah, they all did. The, the county has this this anti-gun office, and she she could have been the vote to save that. Instead, she chose to pick her 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 anti-gun extremism over principles, and I, I think it's horrible. So that's what's going on. So how does it change your life now? It doesn't change your life right now, except you got to support Kevin Faulkner, right. who we've endorsed right. for supervisor, because we got to we got to undo all this stuff now. So the a big focus going on the 2024 election, uh, Kevin Faulkner, he's uh, uh, we're going to get him elected on the board, and we're going to undo all this stuff. Sounds like a plan. All right, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, gun owners, listen up. If you ever have legal matters that involve firearms, you need California's best firearm lawyer, and that means John Dillon. He can help you with red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws, so put his number on your phone right now, 760-642-7150. That's John Dillon's California firearm lawyer at 760-642-7150. John Dillon's the best. He did a great job last week of explaining what happened in the Miller case. Uh-huh. So thank you so much, John Dillon. All right, our first guest uh, from Project Rampart, which we're going to learn all about. I'm very interested in hearing the particulars and the specifics on Project Rampart. 
from Dan Kramer. Dan, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you for uh, coming on the All show, right. my friend. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. So, uh, so tell us about. Okay, so tell us. Give us the you know the elevator speech, as they say, on uh, Project Rampart. What is Project Rampart? Uh, in a nutshell, we're trying to stop the California Californication of America. We're dedicated <laughs> to preventing this. Yeah, exactly. We're dedicated to preventing the spread of California's disastrous policies through the rest of the country. We do not want the failed policies of Gavin Newsom and his cronies to become the law of the land. And that's it. So you can visit uh, the rampartproject.com and you'll get a lot more detail. Um, happy to answer any questions. There is no, there is no better cause or purpose on the planet than, than stopping the Californication uh, of, uh, of the rest of the United States uh, specifically Gavin Newsom. What a disaster. And it, it, it feels like he, so not only is he a disaster, so it'd be, it's one thing if you were a disaster and, and just was here and he was a disaster, but it, it honestly feels like he is this dark, horrible storm on the horizon. It doesn't feel like he's just going to stay here in California. It feels like he's moving east um, with all his horrible, horrible um, uh, policies. Um, and, and so I think this is really, really wonderful. I, I'm not a fan of this guy in any way. I think he's an absolute disaster. Uh, he's horrible. Did not, I'm assuming, I know you watched the, uh, the debate with DeSantis. We did, yes. What were your, what were your thoughts on that? I think that that was a wake-up call to the vast majority of the country who is not acquainted with him. I think that was his purpose, too. He was out there uh, positioning himself as the guy that's uh, uh, presidential material in waiting. He was he was trying out not just uh, for the independents and Republicans, but for the Democrats. And, and that's really what we're talking about. He's really positioning himself for a White House bid. Don't let any of his protestations to the contrary fool you. He is doing everything he can from writing checks to local parties, endorsing people all across the United States, and uh, performing as a surrogate for President Biden. And and the real aim, of course, is to get him into the White House, whether it's uh, as a VP or a presidential nominee. And it's very clear that he's aiming at the delegates at the uh, Democrat National Convention in August. So Look for a lot more high profile from him uh, between now and then. You know, it's interesting too. So a lot of times when there's like a you know a chief executive, like a governor or even someone in the White House, um, everything that happens legislatively is blamed on that executive. When in reality, you know, an executive's job is not legislation. Their job is to uh, implement policy. You know, and, and basically, you know, run run the workers. You know, not not pass legislation, but. Uh, Gavin Newsom, huge exception. He absolutely champions the policies, uh, you know, that, that happen underneath him. I mean, he he's put out propositions. Um, he's uh, he he is one hundred percent behind so many of the policies. In fact, I'd I'd argue that he's not a good executive in any way. He's really kind of this this super legislator, you know, in an executive position, and he really doesn't have the skill set. Uh, he certainly doesn't have the track record of success as a as an executive. I, I, would, I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? The mainstream media is ignoring all that. They see a fresh, pretty face, 
somebody who can be the standard bearer for the party, somebody who uh, looks good on TV, is not afraid uh, to mix it up. I mean, that, that's, that's what they see out there. And it, we see uh, Newsom and his cronies as the biggest existential threat to our country. I mean, your listeners know that better than anyone. Imagine Newsom and his cronies in charge of the ATF. Uh, advancing his proposed constitutional amendment on gun control from the biggest bully pulpit in the world. I mean, the next president is likely to get at least one or maybe more Supreme Court justices and hundreds of federal judicial appointments. Gavin and his team could be in Washington for eight years. Think of that damage. Yeah, well, I, you're right. Gun owners have known this for a long time. I mean, he was behind Prop 63. Uh, so many of the lawsuits that we're mm-hmm. uh, s- uh, struggling to uh, – uh, you know, to get through and win. Uh, now we're we're having a lot of success, but it's taking millions of dollars. It's taking years, and we're still going to feel some of the effects. There's still some of the things that we're not going to get rid of um, because of Prop 63 and some of the other things. You know what's interesting, Dan? Is there is uh, let's see, it was uh, was it last Friday? Um, there's uh, there's a, a senator um, down here who's extremely anti-gun. And she partnered with our sheriff, who's very you know pro Second Amendment. We helped get her elected. The, the state senator is Blakespear, and the sheriff said, "Hey, um, when somebody becomes a prohibited person and can no longer own a gun, the government actually follows up and says, "Hey, we want to make sure that you got rid of your gun or did whatever it takes. You know, you're a prohibited person; you no longer own a gun." But what's happening is, in effect, in practice, I should say. Law enforcement is showing up on the doorstep of a prohibited person, you know, a day or two after they became a prohibited person, and that person has had no warning. So you have a law enforcement officer showing up saying, hey, I need your guns, to a prohibited armed person, okay? Clearly not not a good uh, practice. Certainly is potentially dangerous for the law enforcement officer. So she said, hey, we got to fix this. Blakespear, the anti-gunner, jumped on it and said, oh, it's a gun thing. I'm going to you know, jump on this. And, and basically what they're doing is they're putting together a bill that will turn into a law that requires the DOJ to send a letter to prohibited people saying, hey, here are your options. That shouldn't have to be a law. That is simply an executive action. All you have to do is go to a competent executive and say, hey, your DOJ isn't communicating and it's putting our officers in danger. But the guy is so incompetent, Gavin Newsom, that they actually have to turn this into a law, which is crazy. Absolutely. If there's no better example or few better examples of total incompetence than an ally like Blake Spear having to pass a law to get Gavin Newsom to send a letter to prohibited people explaining, you know, hey, you got to give up your guns, you know, one of 10 different ways or whatever it is. It's just absolutely he does, amazing. He does, get, he does get involved in the minutia. Um, but more importantly for your listeners, I, I, we've already been, our, the project is a, it's a nonprofit, it's a 501c4. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cannot advocate for or against electorally any candidate uh, at any so. level. Okay. Okay. Uh, in return for that, our donors are uh, we're allowed to keep our donors anonymous. So we we will not ever disclose the names or identities of our donors, nor will we have to, according to the law. Um, something I think your members might find of interest is we've been communicating with um, independents. Um, and Republicans in um, in some of the early batter, battleground primary states, 
And while there is an awareness of, of Gavin and, and his whole entourage, and, and the awareness is generally bad, I mean, it's a, you know, people are, aren't, don't think real highly of him. They really don't know much about him. And so the primary reason that we put this organization together is to define Gavin and his cronies before they could define themselves in these early battleground states with independents who he would need to uh, win over, um, and also to communicate with the delegates and superdelegates uh, at the DNC, because those are, those are the people that are likely going to pick the next nominee. So that's, that's, what, that's what we're all about. We're, we've, we've done 40-second commercials in some of these states. We've sent out tens of thousands of targeted emails. We've sent out tens of, hundreds of thousands of targeted text messages. And we've reached hundreds of thousands of voters in six different states. Um, do, you can, you do, can go, go, to, go to the website and look at some of the material that we produce, and you'll have a better idea for how, how we're getting there. Do you think that the, 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 there is a realistic possibility that he's going to step in for, for Biden this, this summer, or do you think he's setting himself up oh, for four years from now? We, 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 would, we would not be doing this if we didn't think that the threat was imminent. Wow. He is definitely doing it. He, is the, he, is the, he and his, his team are the only ones that are out there working across the United States, making contributions to local and state politicians you know, with a, with a super PAC that he set up. Um, standing in for the president, really auditioning for the presidency in all of these different venues. So he is the only one, he and his team are the only ones with the means, uh, motivation, and positioning to be there if uh, you know, our current president steps, steps aside or there's some kind of intrigue at the, at the convention, at the Democrat convention. It's unbelievable. I, well, I, so let me ask a question, Dan. Do you really sure. think Kamala... We'll just step aside and let this happen? It's a good question. You know, uh, anything can happen in the heat of, uh, you know, the, the back and forth during the convention. It, I think her polling numbers are in the low 30s, mm-hmm. if that high right now. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way that, that or at least in my humble opinion, that um, she would be the standard bearer um, you know, for, the, for, for their party. I just can't see it. And so um, the way that the... The superdelegates and the uh, regular delegates work at the Democrat National Committee. Uh, Democrat National Committee is they can they can replace anybody they want, put anybody put, put anybody into those slots that they want to. Um, and if that happens, Gavin and his people and his team will be there, um, you know, wow. to capitalize on that. Wow! Okay. Stay with us. We're yeah, going to talk go more. anywhere. Right here on Gun Owners Radio FM. 96.1.1170. The answer. Hi, right, folks. Hey, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you want to learn to fly? Yes. You want to get a pilot's license? Maybe. Well, San Diego is one of the best places to learn to fly an airplane. Uh, you can get your license and fly almost every day. Learn to fly with San Diego Flight Training International. Gun Owner Radio listeners only. Get, check it out, one hour of free ground school, one hour of flight with an instructor, and you get to fly. That's a $400 value, and you'll get it for $350. Bucks. Give them a call today, 858-569-1822, or just go learn to fly with SDFTI, or 858-569-1822. 
So we're talking with Dan Kramer from Project Rampart, which is attempting to uh, ring the bell and warn the nation about how horrible Gavin Newsom is and all of his uh, failures here in California in order to stop the spread of Gavin Newsom. <laughs> like he's a, it's like why do like we he's even, a rash? No offense. <laughs> we want to stop the spread of Gavin Newsom. And so. no offense to this program, but really, I mean, do we need a group like this to let people know what, what a well, you know what, Well, is? you know what's hard is the people outside of California. They just see, like you said, you see a pretty face who speaks well. They're not uh, going to take the time to look into his uh, his past. But I mean, that's actually a really good question, Dan. When 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 they saw him debate uh, DeSantis, uh, that like you said, that was the nation's first taste. Why wasn't that the death nail in his coffin? Why, you know, did, did, do you think that did he pull well? Do you think people actually looked at him and said, "Wow, this guy's doing great"? His audience was not Republicans. His audience was independents and Democrats, and in particular, the folks who will pull the lever at the convention to vote for whomever uh, potentially replaces our current president. But those those are the folks that he was auditioning for, not Republicans. So what and, does that, so explain uh, that. So what does that mean? I think what yeah. you're saying is that I, and I'm not a Republican, but I tend to be right of center. And Dave's not. I don't know if you're a Republican or not, Dave. I'm right of center. We tend to be right of center. So I think what you're saying is we didn't like him because we disagree with him. But a bunch of independents out there and a bunch of Democrats saw his performance and they were like, yeah, this is our guy. That is exactly right. And, and uh, unfortunately, uh, what we've seen on the ground in some of the survey work that we've done is that is exactly what is happening. It, it, unfortunately, uh, as well, it's happening in some t- pretty key battleground states. So um, it, the the power brokers at the DNC see it, and they they're saying to themselves, "Well, this guy and all of his folks, you know, run the fifth largest economy in the world. He's a fresh new face. Um, you know, he represents very progressive policy agenda. Um, you know, that's where this." You know that's where we're going as a as a group. Um, yeah, he, he so could be what, the one. What are some of the policies? Like I look at his policies. I don't like him because he's anti-gun. He he's uh, uh, you know the the spending in California is crazy. The taxes in California is crazy. He's letting uh, criminals out of jail. He's he's giving benefits to illegal aliens. Like I could go on and on and on. I mean I don't I can't think of anything this this guy's doing right. What what policies and what is what is the spin on the policy? What policies are looking good to Democrats? Like wh- what do they see and go? Wow, that's great. That's successful. Shockingly, I know to to, to all of us, um, surveys reveal that, that when you t- when you're talking to the Democrat primary voter, that they like what they hear, they like what they see, and they want more of it. Uh, Whatever that, whatever that is, and, and and of course their goal is to to win, and and they believe many of them do that. Um, Gavin can be that. Gavin and his team can be the standard bearer. So it's not so much they're going, hey, these specific policies sure did work well. They're just going, hey, I think this guy could probably get into the ring, exactly throw right. punches, and and that's exactly right. Ah, and they're not and they're not really vetting him. They they they, they, they want to win, right? They want to win, and they think. Um, he might be able to carry that banner to victory. Well, he is their best shot, really. I hate to say it when you when you look at everybody that would, you know, step in 
for Biden, I mean, who else would you recommend? I mean, who else are they even looking at? I don't even think they're looking at anybody else. Yeah, who, who's on the bench? Is there is there anybody that you know of that's like who's among his peers? You know, that might might be a better not. I don't even want to say a better alternative. Just might be an alternative. Those that are mentioned are, of course, Michelle Obama, um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, uh, uh, Michigan, right. um, uh, Pritzker in Illinois. Those have been those have, those names have been floated out there. Although none of them appear to be as engaged um, on a national level as Newsom and his team. Would I mean, you- they certainly haven't put together all the put together all of the. Um, infrastructure to advance uh, a future campaign. Well, you know, Dan, it looks to me like, you know, because if you really look at what Newsom has done to San Francisco and then you look what he's done to California, it seems to me the Democratic Party has said, all right, here's who's going to take Biden's place. And it's not Pritzker and it's not any of the other folks that you mentioned. This is our guy. We're going to put it all behind him. And we're going to run with it. I don't think the other people have even have a voice in this. Do you think? So, so it's, it's not just him. It's bringing all of the people right. that implemented those policies that you talked about in California to Washington D.C. to do the exact same thing. The Adam Schiffs of the that's, world. That's what's. That's what's. Yes, that's what's scary about this. It's not just him. It's the whole apparatus. Well, he's bringing. Yeah, he is bringing a team in. There's no doubt about it. I, I, I've seen Dan. I, I've seen something that gives me a, a, a slight bit of hope. It certainly isn't enough uh, that we should all you know rest on our laurels. But I've seen in the last few weeks something that gives me just a glimmer of hope. In that you have uh, you have a couple of people who are kind of thought leaders on the left who have parted ways with and, and heavily criticized Gavin Newsom. Uh, specifically because of his policies. One is Anna Kasparian. Uh, I don't know if she's still with the Young Turks, but that's where she was at one point. She's been really critical of of Gavin Newsom. And then Bill Maher has been really critical of Gavin Newsom. Does that does that give you any hope at all? Is that Do you think that's legit, or do you think that they would turn and support him in a second? Well, Bill Maher has said he's going to support him. Oh. As recently as, I believe, last week. Oh. Even when asked, you know, what do you like about him? He said, I think he can win. Oh. Way, way to take my hope away, Dan. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, and remember, um, as we're talking about this stuff, you know, we're, we're a nonpartisan group. We're, we're, we are not really allowed to talk about electioneering or to advance you know, one candidate over another. Okay. But we can talk about. You talk about the facts. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, tell us, that's, tell that's us really what we're doing. Well, I don't want to miss. I, believe me, I understand. You know, with a, working, yep. you know, five hundred one c threes, five hundred one c fours, packs. They all have different, you know, rules and pluses and minuses, whatever. So, guide guide the conversation a little bit more. What else sure. would you like to get out uh, to our our listeners? You know, maybe specifically to gun owners or just uh, San Diegans and Californians in general, or people that that hear this outside of of California. What do you, what do you want them to know, and what do you want what what, what can they do, or what do you want them to do? Well, there's a couple of easy things they can do. Uh, go, to, go to our website, therampartproject.com today. Sign up for free email alerts, which will give them, um, anybody who signs up, give them um, you know, a weekly progress updates, where we're at, what we're doing, what's happening. Um, 
Of course, make a a secure, anonymous donation of any size. That's always helpful. Follow us on social media. All of our social media accounts are up on the website, uh, therampartproject.com. Those are the easy things that people can do. In terms of in terms of the the, the takeaway, um, we do need volunteers, um, and we are we are um, recruiting some in key states. If anybody's interested in volunteering on the ground, um, there's a phone number on the website and there's an email address on the website. They can do that as well. But really, we are educating the public and and trying to keep him from heading to D.C. with his team with his so-called brain trust to do to California, to do to the United States what he's done to California. Um, it's, that's the bottom line. Um, and and we, we don't believe he's positioning himself for 2028. We believe he's positioning himself for August. What, what types of, uh, are you allowed to specifically talk more about, um, like what is a, what is there a particular, are you allowed to specifically talk about what policies that you vehemently disagree with or, or that have failed? Yeah. So, I mean, what we've done, um, and again, you can take a look at some of our, some of our work on the website, but we have started talking in very simple terms about what's broken in California. And, and I, I know you, it sounds silly and you, you, you all are laughing at that, but most of the country just has a very vague awareness of, Gavin and his whole team and what they've done here. They know they think it's bad, but they don't really understand how bad things are, particularly if you're just kind of paying attention, right? Um, we talked about uh, some of the things that, that we're, we're trying to get out there. Welfare woes. One third of the nation's welfare recipients call California home. Almost half of California's homeless population resides in California. We have the highest gas prices in the United States. Um, you know, at one point in the not too distant past, California's uh, high school test scores were in the top 10 of all major states. Now we're at the very bottom. And we're either the last or second to last. I think we trade back and forth with Mississippi. Um, 14.3 infant, infant tax rate, the highest in America for top earners, is driving innovation, companies, and individuals out of California. And you all know that. And um, there's another backdoor tax on the way. So that'll be even higher soon, uh, you know, within the next year or so. I mean, you're look, he's looking at hundreds of million dollars in budget shortfalls um, among the highest sales tax rate in the country. I mean, it's just the list goes on. I mean, does he, let me ask you specifically, Angeles, does he, uh, does, does he, with independents and Democrats, where does he score as far as how they feel he did with handling COVID? They don't even they don't even discuss that uh, for the most progressive. Um, this is this might scare you, but they really agree with his approach on COVID. <laughs> oh, God, I mean it, it's it's scary, guys. Yeah, and gals. Very, I, was, I was afraid of that. I I mean he couldn't have done a worse job, um, and I was afraid that uh, that he was uh, he was going to get accolades from all the wrong people. He, he is. Oh and my! Electricity prices, housing prices. I mean, the fact that, that uh, you know, people are leaving in droves, you know, the mainstream media just won't report that or, or they, they, they don't give it the import that it deserves. And so we're trying to make our small contribution to educating folks outside of California what we here already know and the disastrous policies and the disaster that it would be for the United States of America if he were 
you know, to be back in Washington, D.C. Well, That's thanks for joining line, us. Where, where do the, where, what's Thank your website? You. It is www.therampartproject.com. Therampartproject.com. Thank you so much for uh, coming you. on to talk to us. And thank you so much for doing this. I'm yeah. certainly no gun owners are not a fan of this guy, so let's get rid of them. Give up, folks. There was a little bit of negative news there, but don't let that get you down. <laughs> That's right. Keep up the fight. If Dan can do it, we can do it. Thank, thank you, Dan. Dan. All right. Thank you. All right. Gun Owners Radio. Break out the tequila. <laughs> FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. I'm going to start breaking. Welcome back. It's Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This, hey, Riverside and San Bernardino, even the Bruin case, the gun grabbers are getting even more desperate. Let's face it, all these laws disarm only the people that would use a gun to defend themselves. Fight back and do something to defend your Second Amendment right. Join Inland Empire gun owners right now. We're growing the 2A community, and we're getting more pro-2A officials elected. Membership is only $10 per month, so joining is easy. Just get go to iegunowners.com slash join. So one of the cool things we're going to have at the gun show, March 2nd and 3rd at the Legacy Center. For more information, go to the gun show, or excuse me, go to the uh, gunownersradio.com, and you can buy tickets. Uh, you can see all kinds of cool specifics. Of course, you can buy movie tickets. But one of the cool things we're going to have at the gun show is the training deal table, where you can find training at a discount of all kinds. So we wanted to have on Garrett Post. Um, he's one of the Instructor Alliance members, uh, and he is with the Protectors USA. We wanted to have Garrett come on and talk about uh, uh, his uh, uh, his uh, uh, training and what they do and how they're going to be there at the gun show as well. So, Garrett, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. You bet, man. Thanks for being on the show. How are you today? Good. Thank- we got the Taylor Swift bowl going on. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for taking a break from the, you know, from Taylor Swift to, you know, talk to us and say hello. Uh, so talk about the Protectors USA. Give us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Well, I'm a USCCA certified instructor. You guys actually had my good friend Jim Bellinger on, I think, in December. Yeah, what a great guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love the dude. He's one who certified me in uh, my concealed carry and home defense fundamentals course. Nice. I do that, and I also have the AR-15 fundamentals certification. I to fly all the way to Alabama for that one. Hmm. Super fun, though. <laughs> Always a good excuse to go to real America. <laughs> <laughs> where in Alabama? I'm just curious. Where in Alabama was it? Uh, Hoover, so just outside of Birmingham. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean and Beth Alcazar taught the class. Super awesome people as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I don't know if anybody's ever had a chance to take a class from them. If you're in that area, do it. But I, I couldn't help but listen to the last guest you guys had on. And, yeah, I couldn't agree with him more on making sure oh. California doesn't go national. No kidding, right? I, yeah, I, I, it was pretty interesting uh, trying to and, – and, you know, the, the marching orders there, like, okay, how do we stop California from spreading to the rest of the country? Well, first got to stop Gavin Newsom. He's the, the delivery yeah. unit for everything bad and – 
California and there's so much. So yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. So how did you get into, uh, how did you get into instruction? What, what's your, uh, what was your path? Well, I got into guns. Uh, my dad bought me my first gun when I was 19 birthday present. It was a 22 bolt action rifle. So over the last 10 years, I've kind of gone deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole of gun ownership as one does. You, every step by gun, it gets lonely. You yeah. gotta buy it a friend. That's right. And then you gotta buy another guy in case they get you know they get mad at each other or something. Yeah. And then you gotta have so, a you know a carry gun for every outfit. You know, I get it. Exactly. You got your summer carry gun, your winter carry gun, <laughs> much for lunch carry gun, right? So you got all that. But I went down that whole adventure and then the last few years especially, I've taken several of my good friends out and taught them how to shoot. They'd never shot before, very limited experience. And I didn't charge them anything. I just took them out for fun. I enjoy shooting guns. Sure. And my friends were like, hey, you're pretty good at this. You should, you know, do it. And I went, you know, I, I do like money. I do like making money, and I enjoy teaching people. So I kind of just decided to do that. I looked into the courses, signed up for the one with Jim, and, you know, now I'm out here where I've been getting a couple of certifications. I have the emergency first aid fundamentals one. Um, I also have the women's handgun self-defense one, or self-defense fundamentals term is exact name of it let me look it up real quick it, it is amazingly rewarding though isn't it teaching someone someone who's you know maybe they've never shot before or maybe they've shot before and don't know what they don't know but watching somebody come along from you know, one one place in their shooting career and getting better you know and ending up being somewhere you know in a whole whole better place um it, it's amazingly rewarding isn't it it's awesome i started teaching years ago I, i'm a basketball player growing up so i started teaching kids basketball and helping out with kids camps and really loved that so this is kind of the newer passion of the firearms in the second amendment community plus still teaching and helping people grow and the thing is for me the best part about this is seeing people feel comfortable in themselves and feel confident in their ability to defend themselves from bad people that's the best thing to me about this whole deal nice yeah, but what's your favorite success story? Do you have a student that you were so impressed with or somebody that came in and, and left so, in so, so much better a place? Or what's a good success story for you? Well, for me, I'm still really new, so unfortunately I don't have a lot of stories like that. But what I can say is from the uh, classes I've taught so far, mm -hmm. I've had a, the students I've taken my AR class, so far none of them have shot their AR before that they brought, mm. which is kind of hilarious. It's not a big sample size, but... They'd never actually shot the gun, although they had experience with guns. They just hadn't shot their AR or even AAR and AR before. So that was pretty fun. They went from have not, know nothing about it to by the end of the class, they were super comfortable with all the operations of it and totally understood what to do, which is really cool for me. Well, I, you know, I bought my AR when I was 21. I might have been 22. I think it was 21. Bought my AR when I was 21 or 22. And, um, you know, I didn't serve in the military, and uh, so I didn't have any background at all. And I got to tell you, it's it's a little hard to admit that hey, I bought this thing and I don't know how to use it. And honestly, at 22, I didn't know that I didn't know how to use it. And I remember I had to go to uh, I went to I bought it from Discount Gun Mart, and I went to P2K um, and uh, P2K range down here in in, in San Diego. Is that and, where those holes in the walls came from? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of had to, like, teach myself, and it's hard to admit, 
hey, you know what? I'm not an expert on this thing. I think, I don't know, maybe it's harder for men. Maybe we have a little bit more of an ego when it comes to guns, yeah. but it, it was hard to, you know, figure out like, well, how do I learn how to do this? Um, so, you know, these kind of classes are enormously uh, helpful. And it doesn't surprise me that they showed up with a gun that they bought and had never used before. Yeah, and they took the class because they wanted to learn how to use it. That's sure. the thing is, men, we don't like to ask for directions. We don't like to ask for instructions. You know, we pull out something out of the box, we throw the instruction booklet in the trash immediately. That's right. That's just how men... It's funny, but with, you know, guns, it's not great. You know, YouTube's a great reference for us to learn stuff, but in-person instruction is completely different because you might be doing something slightly incorrect, and that's going to mess you up for your training going forward. That's right. YouTube and Google is very useful, but, you know, before there was YouTube and Google, testosterone. Everything yeah. I need to know comes from testosterone. So, you know, it uh, it works. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny, but that is just how we are. Yeah. But at the end of the day, people coming in to train is the best thing, and you also make new friends. You come in, you take classes, you meet like-minded people that are on the same journey as you, and it takes you even further and inspires you even more, right? I have a good friend. He got into guns because of a little, and you know, joking. We were, we had a fun little conversation. We were messing with each other. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? I should probably buy some guns. <laughs> Hilarious story for another time. But we were just out shooting the other day and we're pushing each other. Like, Hey, you know, we got to do this, got to do this, got to get better. And it's just a wonderful community. And that's what I love about the Second Amendment community. It's just a complete brotherhood of everyone, right? Men, women, doesn't matter. Okay. Welcome in, we welcome you in. Okay, so the the training deal table. What is? Uh, are, are you able? Are you, are you? I think if I'm reading my notes correctly here, Garrett, you're going to tell us what your deal is that's going to be on the training deal table. Is that right? Yeah, I was thinking about it. I haven't done the paperwork yet, but I'll do it in the next day or two. Okay. I'm going to offer one of my two-hour lessons. I'm going to have the class limited to four people, so it's a semi-private lesson. And normally, my two-hour lessons are 150 bucks. So for the deal table, it'll be the 25% off of that for the students. 25% off training for a semi-private uh, uh, class with uh, Garrett Post from the Protectors USA. I think that that's, a, that's very awesome. Thank you so much for supporting yeah. the gun show. Um, which is amazing and generous. You know, I really appreciate you helping us, uh, you know, with our vision and get to where we're trying to go with this uh, gun show slash gun symposium. But thank you from the from the listeners too. We really appreciate you, you know, you being generous and making sure that, that they can afford uh, training. And I think that's really really great. Thanks, man. That's awesome, and that's for both the pistol class and the rifle class. So either one of those, or if you just want to have a general range day because, mm -hmm. you know, you guys are, we're going to all work it out together. So students will buy the, it's like a gift card, right? <laughs> students will buy that and they'll reach out to me. So whatever they want to schedule, I'll make it happen. Okay, cool. Uh, the protectors USA, how do people find you online here? Well, I have a website, the protectors USA.com. So go to that. There's an email on there. It goes right to me. Awesome. Garrett, thank you so much. Appreciate your support, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad you guys were able to have me on. Yeah, me too. Thank you. So everybody, uh, come to the gun show. That's just an example of one of the things we're going to have is the training deal table where you're going to get discounts on training. You'll, you'll get to find training on you know pistol, rifle, shotgun, you know, AR, all kinds of cool stuff. 
so buy tickets today. Go to the uh, go to www.gunownersradio.com. Buy your tickets for the gun show today. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, I FM 961, AM Shooter ready, stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go. All right, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Help Orange County gun owners get the right people elected in Orange County, people that will stand up and protect your gun rights. How? By becoming a member today. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join. Now is the time to join the growing number of gun owners who care and want to protect our Second Amendment rights. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join and become a member today. All right. Subscribe and win. Subscribe to our email list and you'll win some swag, maybe. You'll, <laughs> you'll maybe <laughs> win some swag. Um, you'll, you, but you can't win unless you enter. So this week's winner is Raymond Middleton. Thank you, Raymond, for having an easy-to-pronounce name and for subscribing and winning. All you got to do is email prizes at gunownersradio.com to claim your T-shirt or hat. I would recommend, Raymond, that you send us what your size is, and that will just about guarantee success. So as we were talking about, San Diego Gun Show, March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are on sale now. There's so much to see and do. Um, today we'll, we're going to highlight number three, invite a friend in church security to the how to identify a public threat class. So this isn't just your run-of-the-mill gun show, Alicia. Yes. I know that's what you think, but you're wrong. Change me. Change my mind. (laughs) It is also a gun show symposium. So there's all kinds of cool resources. We're going to have guns, you know, and you'll be able to uh, you know, buy ammo and, and accessories and there's going to be food and there's going to be all the cool stuff. But on top of that, we're going to have a bunch of really cool classes. And one of them is church security. So if you are involved in church security or you know a friend who is involved in church security, maybe they're the volunteer on the church security team, they're going to want to go to the how to identify a public threat class. So please let them know. Go to gunownersradio.com. While you're there, you're going to want to pick up 
a ticket or two to Second Amendment movie night, two-way movie night, where we're going to watch the Wolverine movie and uh, and also invite a real estate broker friend to the real estate agent sa- safety class. Check that out online. And then uh, you can also sign up to donate blood. You know we're going to have a blood donation? Yes, I do. How cool is that? I think that's pretty rad. So do I. You know, I was thinking about it. I used to do uh, platelets. I used to donate platelets all the time. And mm-hmm. I, it kind of got, got away from it. I don't know why. You know, you just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you skip once and then next thing you know, it's not a part of your habit anymore. Right. But uh, I want to get back into that because I like I quit serving people. donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cookies after. Yeah. I think I, uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's, I, I like helping people. I think it's neat. I think, I think there are, uh, there are a few things that really, truly objectively matter in, in, in our world. And I think helping people without the expectation of getting anything back is probably the closest thing you can get to truly, truly mattering. So if I can sit there for an hour and watch a movie while they take some blood out of me, all the better. I mean, how, what an easy way to help people. But uh, we're not doing platelets. We're, we're just donating blood. So <laughs> take it all. Yeah. Show up, stick a needle and uh, donate blood. Uh, this might help if maybe your red blood count is a little too high. You can <laughs> <laughs> All the red meat from today. That's right. If you're a carnivore, you definitely want to donate blood. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they use that as a strategy, like a marketing strategy. Give it a try. Okay. So for tickets and info, go to gunownersradio.com slash gun show. Gunownersradio.com slash gun show. So all kinds of cool things are happening. You know, it's such a mixed bag. There's so much good news. There's so there's a couple of things that could be better. But one of the things I want to draw your attention to is the voter guide. Orange County, your voter guide's coming out on Thursday. Uh, San Diego, your voter guide is out. If you go to sdcgo.org slash voter guide, you will see our voter guide. It's extremely important to participate. Coming up. March, uh, I think it's uh, March 5th is the election. Um, there are some very important things that we need you to do. We need you to to vote. In fact, ballots have already gone out. So you, you, you're going to be getting your ballot in the mail if you haven't already. So check our voter guide. We need you to vote for central committee members. Only vote for the ones that we have endorsed, please. We're trying to make the San Diego County Republican Party a better place for gun owners. So help us get the right people elected onto the central committee for the Republican Party. That's one way that you can definitely, definitely help. And then the other thing is we've included for the first time state-level candidates. So uh, state senator, assembly, there's a couple of really important folks that we need you to vote for. Check it out. We didn't actually endorse, which I think is one thing, Dave, that's a little confusing if you look at our voter guide. What we did is we listed people that Second Amendment state organizations. Well, didn't we used to endorse? Not on the state level. Oh. In fact, that was all, part of the, the idea was everyone's paying too much attention to the up, you know, con- Congress, you know, the the the, the yeah. uptick at races. Right. We're trying to get them involved in central committee in city council, but especially last time around. We endorsed the right person for candidate or for for sheriff, and she won. Mm-hmm. But what we were finding is we didn't have enough information on, for example, the state level candidates. So they'd have to go to some other voter guide and then see the wrong person endorsed for like sheriff, for example. So we wanted to make it a more complete. We wanted our voter guide to be a more complete experience. Dave, I agree because I like I complained about that last year to you. That well, not that's that <laughs> not just last year, Dave. <laughs> 
<laughs> every year well, since we've met. But I only complain once. So it, it, yeah, but it, it, you know, you don't have to tell me things more than once, Dave. That's why you I know? just I said you. Last you don't have year. to tell me things. Uh, you, you tell me, you tell it to me once, and uh, six years later, it will get done. Well, that's true. So there you go. That's why you. That's no be. different. It could be if San Francisco put out a voter guide. If, you know, there's a a group like you up yeah. in San Francisco, Newsom, could have squashed them then. Could have squashed them. See, that's the power you have local here before right. it gets bigger. No, I, I totally, totally agree. But I tell you what, after listening to Dan, yeah, I'm more nervous now than I ever was. <laughs> and you're pretty nervous. I'm pretty nervous now. Hey, listen, Dan's a solution. He didn't present a problem. No, no, no. But I mean, Dan's, well. Dan's, he's opening your eyes to yeah, what's already there. He, he, thank you. Yeah. Because I'm too close to the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, I see all of this Newsome insanity, and I'm thinking there is no way. But anybody in Iowa right. would vote for this guy. But it's like Dan. It's like Dan said, uh, "Hey, Dave. Turns out penicillin exists." And you're like, "Wait a minute! You can get an infection? Don't don't he? he you know what I mean? Like no, he's I, the I know. he's the solution. We got to get excited. We got to go great. We got to we got to well, get that's this. What I said, California I said penicillin. Very, I, <laughs> I said it at the very very end. Don't let this news get you down and right. think it's over. There you go. You got to stay strong and you got to fight. You got to vote. And you got to get more involved. All I'm saying is, I've been hearing this Newsom thing, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's when real. he said it, it's real. It's real. Yeah, yeah. So the penicillin is here. Yeah, positive mental attitude, my friend. Yeah, you can't but give up hope. So, but the problem with conservatives is we're just too laid back. You know, it's oh, it's not going to happen to us. I, I think it, it, there is definitely a difference between the right side of the spectrum, which is based on a political philosophy of individualism, and the left side of the spectrum, totally. Black and which white. is which is collectivism. And I think that uh, um, it's um, I think that that in part leads to um, what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, we just like hey, every, nobody's going to be. Yeah, they will. The collectivism. And, and the other thing is, I still have no one's been able to explain to me how. It could be 50-50. What do you mean? Well, 50% on the left, yeah, and there's 50% on the right. That is interesting, isn't it? It's not 49-51. Yeah. It's 50-50. Yeah, I, I think that- How could there be half of the country be that stupid? I, well, it, it doesn't make sense, though, does it? We're immersed in it. That's how we know. They're not. But the he's numbers- a, He's a fresh face to them. Or do you think these numbers are giving you are not true? Oh, that, well, I don't think they're ever true. Well, true but is a... True, I mean, it may true, not be completely you know? accurate. Yeah. It's going to be close, I imagine. I mean, you, you do a poll, the numbers they give you are the numbers, right. but then just trying to extrapolate that to 350 million people or in San Diego... Three, and it's 50-50. It is amazing that it's, it's split down the middle like that. I, I think that it, it is just kind of a... I wish that people could see the third side. I got to tell you, walking away from being a, a Republican, right. you know, and you saying, see "Hey, the I'm third side." You, you really do. You really do. And people, I don't know, people don't believe me. But when you walk away and say, "Hey, you know what? That team isn't my team anymore. I'm just gonna think for myself." Wait a minute. I just forgot to tell you the greatest news. Oh, if Trump goes into office, yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> Taylor Swift and that guy she's dating yeah. are leaving the country. Oh, really? Yeah. On Facebook. It's going to be weird. How's he going to play for Kansas? <laughs> He's, He's gonna, oh, where are they going to go? Zoom. Where are they going to go? They, you know what's funny? Nobody ever says where they're going. They just say they're, they're leaving. They're just leaving. You know how they combine names all the time? Yeah. You know, like when you have oh. a couple, they combine names, you know? My favorite for, so it's Taylor Swift and 
Travis Kelsey uh, trailer. <laughs> I like that. Okay, this is Gun Owners Radio. Getting totally out of hand. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Folks, hey, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio FM. 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, not me. It's for women by women and is designed to help women with training, purchasing a gun, getting a concealed carry permit. And guess what? It's free. What? Yeah. And if you're a woman or you know a woman that needs help, have her sign up and we will get her all the help she needs to sign up. Go to notmesd.org. In fact, that ranch I told you about, the Tola Ranch. So I gave him the the card so he's yeah. going to put that up at the ranch for all the gun shooters good that's awesome he, he's awesome and then desi who walked out her yeah. she's getting a bunch of the girls from the the union for electrical workers what do you mean desi who walked out desi the girl that was in my other show she she's a electric electrician on my radio name's radio desi show. yeah another desi oh, that's interesting <laughs> so she's got a bunch of women that are uh, electric well, that's another thing. At the gun show on March second and third, you're going to get an opportunity. We're going to have we're going to we're going to have a, a raffle uh, that 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 uh, benefits Not Me California and and helps fund our women's group. And you're going to get uh, there. Ten people are going to win an AR. So we're going to have ten different you're ARs. A girl. You can be anything you want. You can identify as anything you want. Okay. <laughs> you, you, we, we're not going to. We're not checking anything. All right. No, <laughs> as far as I appreciate. Yeah, that. that's not really. I can't even imagine what that booth would look like, Dave. If we're selling a <laughs> raffle ticket and then having to, Who it's just have? not on my. Uh, hey, we can have Joe do the exam. I'm going to fly Joe Petrolino out and have him check for us. I think he should. <laughs> Joe, or excuse me, Joe John <laughs> Petrolino, the Pen Patriot, my very favorite author, my buddy, my uh, my my passion. And you just volunteered him for the weirdest just, job <laughs> in his life. Seriously, he's just the best guy ever. I, there's so many good people in the Second Amendment community, and I just think John, I just think the world of John, and he's here with us right now. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you? How are, are you doing, Dave, Alicia, everyone, patriots across the country? How are you? How are you? Well, we're doing, doing great until you find out the job you've got at the gun, <laughs> gun show. <laughs> I've been listening again. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't do it. Likes don't do it. He, he is coming out. I, I, he won't be out for the gun show, unfortunately. Aww. Aww. But you're coming out for uh, uh, gun policy, uh, right? Aren't you in September? Uh, it's it's on the calendar okay. so far for GRPC. Yep. So nothing's set in stone yet, but it is on my calendar. I haven't made my plans yet, but it's uh, it's highly probable. I guess is the. Uh, is the words that I'm using, and that's that's going to be September 27th, 28th, and 29th. So everybody can mark their calendars, and that's the Second Amendment Foundation. Second Amendment Foundation, or as uh, as the, as he wants me to call it, um, he wants me to call it SAF. That's the new uh, hip way of referring to Second Amendment Foundation as SAF. So <laughs> I'm trying to do Adam Kraut. You'd be proud of me, bud. SAF. So SAF, SAF. They, do, they do their gun rights policy conference every year for like, it's been like 40 years now, right? 
I think something like that. They are uh, SAF themselves. They are celebrating their fiftieth year this year. So nice. that's coming up in August. So that's their their big anniversary. So they're going to be out here, and you you pretty much go every year, don't you? Uh, when I can, I try to. Yeah. What uh, give us a like a. 20 seconds of, you know, because I, I, honestly, I'm taking it as a huge compliment that they decided to have it here in San Diego. I'm taking it as a, uh, a slap on the back for, you know, an, an attaboy for San Diego County gun owners and all the great things that we've done. That's the way I'm taking it. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they see it that way, but that's the way I'm taking it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, Thank the, you. The, the gun rights just policy tell me, I, I just want to, I just want to be enough, John. Can you just tell me, just say, Mike, you're enough, you know, maybe Michael, not. Michael, you're not enough. You're more than enough. <laughs> you're just beyond. You go beyond. Anyway, uh, so talk a little bit about it. What, what can people, what, the reward they're giving us by having it here in San Diego, what can we expect, what, you know, what do you do there? So Gun Rights Policy Conference, together, they, they gather together a lot of different movers and shakers in the Second Amendment uh, arena, and this is where you get a lot of information about the legislation and the litigation that's going on all over the country. So SAF is involved in a ton of litigation, and uh, they have subject matter experts come on out to talk about you know, their opinions, what's going on, um, as well as the work that's going on. So you'll have a lot of attorneys. So if you're a uh, law geek, if you like that kind of thing, attorneys come out and they, they do a lot of talks uh, and also advocacy groups. So groups uh, all over the country will come out um, that, that are participating and you'll get to get, you know, up-to-date information on what's going on as well as strategies going forward. And there, it's a it's a great way to get even more connected. I don't know if there's any there aren't too many people in the Second Amendment world that are more connected than you are. You you do such a good job of covering things that need to get covered. Um, how do you like? How do you find your information? Like what 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 happens that that makes you decide? Hey, I need to write about this. Um, it's a combination of things, and uh, I do a lot of scouring of the internet, of course. Uh, as well as social media. I mean, social media is a breeding ground for all kinds of great stuff. You get that up-to-date, you know, information, what's going on all over the country right there. Uh, so social media has gotten me plenty of leads to follow up on and, and look into. And then, is, you know, there's also aggregate information. I've got some automated tools that help me get um, info. And then, you know, building up your base. So I have you know, slowly built up my base to where now I've got people coming to me. So stories basically come into my inbox almost on a a daily basis. There's something to cover. Um, and I'm, I'm always happy to hear from people, too. So if you've got something going on anywhere in the country or the world, for that matter, Second Amendment related, uh, you can send me an email, john at the penpatriot.com. And, I, you know, I'll... Uh, I'll take it in and, and listen to what you have to say. You know, that that's another good way for me to get info. And you have a really cool announcement, don't you? That's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on, right? I do. I do. I just launched my own, um, my own website. So as you know, for a number of years, I've been freelance writing for a whole bunch of different websites, yeah. nothing contractual. It's always just been freelance, but I've put out in the neighborhood of, over 700 Second Amendment-related articles wow. over the last couple of years. Wow. And that's most of that's been since 2020, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's some going back to 2015, uh, but we're not talking about the numbers uh, that I have now. 
but I just launched my own uh, product and travel review site called The Square Reviews, and it's going to be a little bit of everything. Uh, it's uh, going to be brutally honest, so I'm not you paying me to give you a good review. You could pay me if you want to. That's fine, but I'm not going to give you a good review because of it. Uh, and I want to get you know, my perspective out there to the readers and what I think about different things that I've had a chance to test as well as other writers. So I'm, I've got a couple of other people that are going to be working with me. I'm slowly rolling them out as they get content together. And uh, this is going to be hopefully a new clearinghouse where you could go to get really honest reviews and, uh, you know, something that's trustworthy. That's very cool. So reviews on uh, what's an example? So the very first review that I did was the world's largest entertainment McDonald's in Orlando. <laughs> um, you know, and, and the reason why I did it, you know, I went down there and this gave me an opportunity to also take my leisure time and incorporate that into my professional life and, you know, share some of these other really wonderful, rich experiences that I'm having in my life um, in another way, you know, if it's not two A, I can't cover it. Well, at the Square Reviews, if I'm reviewing it, whatever it is, I can cover it. Um, and the world's largest McDonald's. Why did I review it? Because all of these TikTokers and viral video people talk about it and how great it is, and you can get pizza and you can get cheese steak and chicken and waffles. Well, I didn't necessarily have that, that experience. So if you go over to squarereviews.com, you can read my review about the world's largest McDonald's, and it's not all that, in my opinion. I will gladly pay you on Tuesday for a McDonald's. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and other things that are up there now. So there's 11 posts uh, right now. The plan is to roll out at least a post a week. Uh, that's at least the goal. So... Um, Right now, we're sitting on 11. I rolled out the website a week ago on Friday, so on February 2nd. And some of the things that were on the site uh, when we rolled it out was, you know, a couple flashlight reviews, a holster review, um, the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. That was a really cool location that the I went Ark to. The Ark Encounter? That's that's yeah. cool. I, I'm going to yeah. read that. Were you, you and I you just... And I talked about this. Yeah, I was going to say, you and I were talking about this, weren't we? Okay, we what do you were. give me t- so talk about what what were your thoughts on First off, I don't know if you mind telling me, are you particularly religious? I mean, I'm Catholic, so take from that what you will. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> you, you know? feel, you know, a lot of lot, a lot of guilt, right? <laughs> um you know, it, it, as we talked about, we went to I went to the Ark Encounter, you know, over the summer with the family. I kind of dragged them there. I was like, "Hey, we're driving through the area. We got to check this out." Right. And it's it's uh, you know, a built-to-scale, world-size, you know, life-size arc, hmm. 500 feet. The thing is huge. Um, and it's really a, an interesting masterpiece of engineering. And, you know, depending on your, you know, religious leanings and what your beliefs are, uh, depends on whether or not this type of museum or theme park or attraction is for you. Um, in the general broad-stroke brushes here, it's just a really cool location to check out, you know. Are there any animals in there? There's a unicorn. They actually, they, there's a unicorn they, outside. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they, they, <laughs> they have a zoo. They, they had some humpty back camels inside. Oh, they do have a zoo. Then the unicorn we did feed some camels. We fed camels. It was like, um, they have a zoo. Uh, well, it's so funny that they advertise it on TV, but they never tell you where it's at. It's in oh. Kentucky, but if you want to learn about it, go to the squarereviews.com. Yeah. It's on Mount Error. Go to John's website. <laughs>
I'll go to John's website. Okay, so we're going to keep talking to John. I got a lot I want to talk to him about, but what's give, give your website so people can check it out during the commercial. TheSquareReviews.com. And please check out all the social medias. Everything is The Square Reviews, except for Twitter, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it, is Square underscore Review. Somebody else took that name. I don't know. Yeah. They got it before me. We'll but get them. Facebook, Instagram, The Square Reviews, and TheSquareReviews.com. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Don't Keep go up. anywhere. Don't touch that dial. Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. You know, a lot of companies waste an enormous amount of money on marketing. The design is excellent, the photos are beautiful, and your website looks great, but it's just not getting customers. Why? Because you don't have the words that make people buy. But now you can fix that with SageTree. SageTree can help you find the words that make it easy for your customers to understand what you do and how to buy. Stop wasting money today and schedule a call. Getting started is real easy. Visit SageTree.com, click on the Schedule an Appointment button, that's SageTree.com. And click on that schedule a call button right now. Okay, we're talking to my best buddy, uh, the guy I respect the most in the Second Amendment community, the Pen Patriot, John Petrolino. Uh, congratulations on your new launch. Uh, I think that's very, very cool. I'm looking forward to uh, learning more about it and being a. Be, I feel like I feel like you just gave me a a, a a cool opportunity to be a part of your life, and I think that's awesome. Thank you, Michael. And it, it is very exciting. And yeah. I'm actually very grateful for like a number of people. And of course, partners like you guys at Gun Owners Radio and all of the other people that I link up with. I, I'd be very remiss, though, if I did not throw out a gigantic, gigantic hat tip to the guys over at News2A.com. News2A.com, those guys uh, bailed me out uh, more than one time while I was building the website. Um, so they were absolutely pivotal and helping me get this off the ground. And something that one of the founders of News2A.com said was, you know, iron shop sharpens iron. And, you know, those are precepts that you guys believe in. Those are precepts that I believe in. And I even put that in my About Us web, uh, area of the website is iron does sharpen iron. And, you know, my role as par- trying to be an ambassador to different consumers and people looking for information is giving that honest review, but also working with companies. If there's something that I don't like, I'm going to reach out to the company and say, hey, give me your opinion on this. Give me your spin on this. And I'm not going to just burn them. I want to know what they have to say. And uh, that's another part of the the website is I I have interviews as well. So uh, we talked about the Ark Encounter. I also got some interview questions. I, I did an online thing with the founder of the Ark Encounter, Ken Ham. Uh, one of the other um, products I reviewed was something called the Cigar Minder. And uh, I did an interview, a Zoom interview, with the inventor of the Cigar Minder. So th- the website's oh, wow. going to have a little bit of everything in there as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to try to give people also a platform to talk about their stuff as well. Um, so thank you. <laughs> I want to talk about my stuff. i got to figure out what stuff I have, and I want to figure out what I can talk to him about. That would be awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> can have him find For a new sure. spaghetti. <laughs> so, what's the what's a what's a super interesting uh, Second Amendment story in the last few months? What's something that 
that really uh, stuck with you or, um, you know, something you're following now or, or, you know, something that you think people should be even more engaged with? I mean, it's as you know, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. Um, so there's just so much going on. I, I can't even take it all in. Um, I just recently rolled out an article talking a bit more about the SAFE Act in New York, and it's part of a series that I, you know, I've been working on for about the last two years. Um, you know, I did some trolling on the ATF. Uh, ATF sent out this uh, social media post. Uh, recently uh, talking about Black History Month, and uh, I just wanted to point out the irony and how the ATF, uh, you know, executes laws that are disproportionately levied against the black community. So uh, I think that's kind of tone deaf of them. But the big stories, uh, obviously the sensitive location stuff, the Hawaii story, that was just bizarre. The Hawaii Supreme Court uh you know, ruling against the people, against the right to carry, uh, and, and all of the sensitive location stuff, and you guys are dealing with some of this nonsense, too, in California. Yeah. All of this is going to come to a massive head, comma, again, um, and hopefully the Supreme Court puts this to bed once and for all. Well, can you imagine, I mean, you know, I, I my whole thing is to, you know, make, thing, make local, uh, you know, put that on people's radar, you know, who's Who's on your city council? Are you really paying attention to your city council and your school board? But um, all these lawsuits and what you just described about the sensitive areas and all that other stuff, the next presidential election is crucial um, because the next four to eight to maybe even 12 years, um, you're definitely going to – we're gonna. there's going to be another Supreme Court pick somewhere. And right now we have a, a fairly pro Second Amendment Supreme Court. Um, if that goes away, <laughs> we're done. We're done. Um, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> you just opened up a can of worms. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Big old yeah, balls. Yeah, you know, my, my opinion of the matter, and this is not political. This is from a very libertarian standpoint. You know, I'm not very partisan. Uh, if I'm going to say air quotes, we lose the Supreme Court, we're going to lose the country, period. End of story. That's the fact. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about that, actually. How do you feel? Because you, you and I do see eye to eye on, on being nonpartisan. I really, I, 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 I don't know how, I mean, don't you, what are your thoughts on being a Second Amendment activist? Being somebody who cares about the Second Amendment, you know, that's that's your number one uh, thing or you know it's in your top three or whatever right it's 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 one of your hot button uh, uh, items you're involved you're on the ground you're an activist it's something that's important to you you know you come to the monthly meeting and get the free pizza I, you know being nonpartisan I don't know how someone can be partisan and be pro second amendment what, what are your thoughts on that well you get into this uh, nonsense that this is a right of the right and and, it, and that's exactly it it's nonsense and I hate to bring up examples but there's like trolls out there and i had a guy trying to expose a very good friend of mine for giving donations to democrats and uh you know this guy owns a gun range he's a you know a huge second amendment advocate activist and this guy's trying to troll up this you know uh his his political contribution say hey does this surprise you it kind of surprised me i'm like Dude, do you not know how the world operates? I'm like, you have to grease the wheels. 
I'm like, if he's donating to those Democrats, those are Democrats that supported the Second Amendment. This isn't about conservative politics. This is about Second Amendment politics. I really don't care about the rest of it. So if you want to come to the range and you want to support my right to protect myself, protect my family, you're all right in my book. The rest of it is noise, man. Yeah, it, it is. It feels like you're, you know, you can't serve two masters. You know what I mean? You can't be a devout you know, uh, Republican, uh, or Democrat, whatever, um, or libertarian and be pro second amendment at some point that you have to make a choice because so many times, you know, uh, a, an individual who is a part of a, of a party, uh, turns on us so many times. I, you know, I've had Republicans that are, you know, red-blooded, meat-eating, Republican, conservative, you know, whatever, blah, 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 and they come to our meetings, and then they turn around and vote for, you know, an assault weapons ban. They vote for a gun ban, something like that, you know. It's happened, and they're they're devout Republicans, and look at me, and they wear the red tie, and they have the American flag on their lapel, and then they stab me right in the back. And I, I don't know how someone can be a devoted Republican and still be um, a devoted Second Amendment. At some point, you got to make a choice, you know. Well, it's you know, you get into right, you get into left. You, you know, uh, the right is fractured between social conservatives and you know, fiscal conservatives and libertarians. That's kind of like the libertarians kind of hang out there, but not always, you know. Um, so you don't have a very unified party, you know. Uh, um, but to me, again, back to the original point, this shouldn't be a right or left thing. Yeah. And, you know, Michael, you've supported Democrats, you've supported Republicans, you've supported independents. And to you, like, again, it gets back to where the rubber meets the road. What are your views on the Second Amendment? And then what are you going to do for us? How are you going to preserve our rights? I could care less how much money goes into the coffers of a, a Democrat as long as he's going to support our, our cause. Really, truly. I mean, Second Amendment is, you know, your own personal safety. It's it's your it's your, your own personal preservation, you know, and the preservation of loved ones around you. And, and that really is not – it's not a partisan issue. That's not something that, that only resonates with the right, only resonates with the left. Now, I, I think that they look at it from different angles. You know, they, they, accomplish, they want to accomplish the same goal from different angles. But uh, I also think that uh, – uh, it, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be partisan. You know that everybody wants sure. to be safe. Everybody wants to make sure that they're okay, their family's protected. You know that sort of thing. But I'll tell you, especially like when, when the uh, when COVID happened and the BLM riots were happening, and all you know, there's chaos a few years ago. All that political rhetoric, you know, all that nuanced hemming and hawing went right out the window, and people understood the most effective way to defend myself is to make sure I can defend myself. <laughs> and the most effective self-defense tool ever ever, ever invented by mankind is a, is a firearm. Oh, uh, I agree. So the gun uh, shops, the gun shops were suddenly full of man buns and yoga instructors, and you know, <laughs> you name it. And uh, people said, you know what? I need to be able to defend myself. Yeah, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, what's a, what's a what's an article that you wrote recently that you really like? Uh, something that I wrote recently that I really like. Um, I kind of did some trolling uh, again on the ATF. Um, you know, over a 
a press release that they had. I wrote this was over at news2a.com, and it's machine gun nomenclature, a, you know, it's going to read potato, potato moment, you know, potato, <laughs> but it's really, it's potato, potato. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know how you write that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, words matter. And it's one of the pieces that, you know, I kind of dissect the weasel words. And there's a lot of that that's out there. That's something that I want everybody to pay attention to. Um, the weasel words. And one of the things that, you know, healthcare does too, um, the word uh, credible messenger. I want people to run when they hear credible messenger. There's a lot of work that's going on right now in suicide reduction and things like that. And credible messenger is one of those words that's kind of toxic from the quote unquote non policy people that are just doing the statistics and you know it's all garbage credible messenger meaning someone that they agree with someone that's getting putting statistics out there that i agree with that that makes them credible is that yeah so it's <laughs> if they want me to shill for them like oh you know this guy he's a credible messenger he's going to speak to the gun owners listen i'm not going to be your lorax i see you support policy that i want nothing to do with i you know not me did you just make a, a lorax reference that was awesome see why this yeah, guy's my favorite in the whole world yeah. All right, where should people go to find more about you, John? Where they want to read about you, they want to see what you're up to, they want to support you, where do they go? Uh, you can check out me at thepenpatriot.com. Check out the new website, thesquarereviews.com. If you all want to reach out to me, john at thepenpatriot.com. I want news tips, I want ideas, and uh, I want to hear from you. Thank you, John. Appreciate right, everything everybody. you do. Take care. Thanks, right. John. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio <laughs> FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. You're killing me. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you made me turn the page. I didn't. Matt. Matt's making us laugh. Hey, get ready for a gun show like no other. There you go. It's the San Diego Gun Show sponsored by USCCA. You need to join us on March 2nd and 3rd at the beautiful new venue, the Legacy Center in Mission Valley. There's so much to do and see. On top of the gun show, there's the Gun Owner Symposium, in-person classes, 2A movie night. Virtual firearm simulator. There'll be a blood drive, training deal, table, and a lot more. Get details today and tickets as well. Go to gunownersradio.com slash gun show in the San Diego gun show sponsored by USCCA. Get tickets all at gunownersradio.com slash gun show. Big thanks to USCCA for being yep. the sponsor of our March 2nd, March 3rd. <laughs> Gun show. Awesome job, guys. Thank you so much for the support. Okay, um, time for everybody's favorite segment. Sam the Gunman in Stump, my nephew. Sam the Gunman is my nephew, and we found out years ago he's extremely good at gun trivia. So if you send us a question, and it has to do with guns, and we use it on the air, we will send you a hat or a shirt. We'll even send you the right size if we can. And uh, if you stump my nephew, then we're going to give you something really cool. It's going to be two hours at Shore Shot up in Oceanside, um, where he has a Phil has a really cool uh, at, at his facility. 
facility. That's and, it. And uh, you're going to get to... Down by the uh, seashore. Down by the seashore. Uh, and you're going to get to uh, shoot with Phil. And he's got a really cool simulator that's educational and fun. So, Sam, how you doing, bud? Not bad. How are you guys? Good. Are you watching the... Are you watching Taylor Swift? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Are you are you watching? The, you're not watching the Super Bowl at all. Um. Yeah. It's. I mean. It's. It's. Uh. On in the background. I was with some friends. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, here we go. I'm gonna. I haven't. I haven't been the one asked question in a long time, so I'm gonna do it. Do you mind if I ask? Go a question? for it. All right. Okay. Michael from San Francisco asks. Didn't know you moved. <laughs> <laughs> After the Civil War, Colt and Winchester entered an agreement where Colt would not make lever-action rifles and Winchester would not make revolvers. What did Colt do to get around this agreement? Um, who was that, Michael from San Francisco? That's the guy. Um, so that's uh, that's correct. That's um, uh, uh, kind of an obscure piece of uh firearms lore in the question there um colt not being allowed to make rifles and winchester not being allowed to make uh handguns by again gentlemen's agreement there wasn't any legally binding contract saying they couldn't do this but i and this is this is uh, an area of firearms history in which i'm not too terribly well versed but if i recall correctly colt tried making revolving rifles to try and get around that because they were allowed to make revolvers and they knew how to make revolvers, but I might be mistaken there. Give me, give okay. me the answer. You're actually, I know that you're actually. That is one of the things that they did do. There's something else. There's another. There's another thing that they did. There's another. There was more more specifics in the question that when he rephrased it, he was more broad. That I think is throwing him off. Exactly. Okay. So after the Civil War, Colt and Winchester entered an agreement where Colt would not make lever action rifles and Winchester would not make revolvers. What did Colt do to get around this agreement? So there's one particular rifle that Colt made that wasn't a lever action rifle, which you just you just said that yeah they were making some revolver rifles, which is accurate. There's one other. There's one other specific one that they made that they're looking for, and I don't know if you're going to be able to come up with it. Are you? you know, is it a slide action? Pump, it's it's a pump action, which is what you're okay, yeah, slide so same, same thing. Yeah. You remember what it was? <laughs> Wait, do you remember the name of it? Uh, no, I'm afraid I don't. All right. Well, okay. Colt created the Colt Lightning, a pump action rifle nowhere nearly uh, no uh, nowhere nearly <laughs> as popular as the Winchester 1870. The Colt Lightning, like a lot of pump action rifles, were short stroking magazine feeding issue nightmares. So it was a pump. It was a pump action rifle. Um, I forget. I think this was in 22. I want to say the Colt Lightning. I think it was in 22, but I could be wrong. And, uh, yeah, it was a pump-action rifle, and it was just an absolute nightmare. They couldn't get it. It was just a, it was a, you know. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was a Bob Marley, Weeby Jammin nightmare. Or a Taylor <laughs> Swift. I fell off the stage. <laughs> anyway, are you familiar with the Colt Lightning? Are you familiar with pump-action uh, rifles at all? Um, I'm somewhat familiar with pump-action rifles, but I, I must admit I'm really not familiar with the Colt Lightning at all. It, that was a, a really tough question. Pretty obscure, wasn't it? Yeah, very much so. Well, 
Mike from San Francisco, you get to go to uh, Shore Shot for a couple hours. Right on your nickel. I think I get well. I think I think I think well, Mike, we're not flying him down. I think I think Michael <laughs> from San Francisco is going to take Dave from San Diego, and you and I are going to go and we're yeah. going to meet. Do that. That'd be fun. By the way, you want if you want to know the, the, the calibers on it, it actually was not twenty two. It was uh, Chamberlain. Uh, there are three uh, three options: thirty two twenty, thirty eight forty, and forty four forty. Thirty two twenty, thirty eight forty, and forty four forty. And forty four forty. Yep. You know, I, I actually I would have guessed, um, and I'm I'm not joking. I would have guessed thirty eight forty as one of the chamberings. Thirty eight forty and forty four forty were relatively common early, like first generation black powder cartridges. Pretty much right after the advent of, uh, or I I should say mass adoption of fixed ammunition. Really, tell us about the thirty eight forty. Thirty eight forty and forty four forty um, were relatively low power for rifle rounds but part of what made them popular especially in the old west was you could get uh, both rifles and handguns chambered in those calibers so if you had a revolver in you know a, a colt revolver in 3840 or in 4440 um, and you bought a winchester lever action carbine in the same caliber you only had to carry around one type of ammunition it's the same uh, sort of the the same reasoning behind modern pistol caliber carbines of, oh, if my if I have a rifle that shoots nine millimeter, I can practice for cheap using the same ammunition and magazines from my Glock or you know whatever you have. So it's uh, what old, what's old is new again. Uh, nothing uh, like time is a flat circle. There's there's a, never a new invention. <laughs> time is a flat circle. I like that. Yeah, hey, too. I got a question for you. I think I've asked you this about 12 times. Did you ever see that Mark Wahlberg movie, Shooter? No, I, I must confess I have not. Okay. Have you ever heard of something called paper patching? Paper patching? Yeah. Uh, are you referring to the practice of uh, when when hand-loading ammunition, putting a patch behind a soft lead bullet to yeah. take up the gap? Now, what they were trying to do, and I and I, I'm driving me crazy because you know if it's in the movies it doesn't mean it's real. But in eighteen in the eighteen hundreds, they would take paper and wrap it around the 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 round, so when it went through the barrel, uh, it would uh, you could match the uh, that particular round, even though it wasn't you know out shot out of it. I think twice. I just never heard of it. Yeah, so similar similar concept to what I brought up. If you look at um, like uh, 450 Martini Henry ammunition, mm -hmm. or I, I think that's what the Martini Henry shot, um, you'll see, like if you look at the original loadings, you'll see this ring of paper behind the bullet, and that's actually a patch, uh, a round uh... patch loaded into the case behind the bullet um, to seal up to better seal up that gap between the projectile itself and the rifling uh, on the inside of the barrel. Okay, that makes that that actually makes more sense than they did on the movie. But if you get a chance, watch it. I did. I watched it again last night. <laughs> he takes out the the firing pin, right? Isn't that the key to how he how, how he gets off? Remember? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Pretty interesting. All right. Well, cool. Sam, awesome job. Thanks so much. I don't know. I think, what are we doing? Are we giving him partial credit on that? I or think do so. we stump? Well, well, yeah, he knows. So, 
I think the, the multiple correct answers, and he chose one. He just didn't yeah. know the name. That's true. Well, the, he he gave name. an alternate answer, which I feel was still correct. That's right. true because they yeah. they they did make revolver. How successful? Real quick before we go, how successful were the revolver rifles? Was, was that fairly successful or not really? No, the concept is inherently flawed for reasons of physics, which I don't have time to get into. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So go to your room. Yeah, I know. I felt like I did. I just I, got in trouble. I know. You just got in trouble. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> awesome right, job, buddy. Sam. Hey, get back to your friends. All right. Thanks. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks, Sam. Hey, everybody. Before we go, don't forget. Go to sdcgo.org slash voter guide. Share that voter guide. Use it, but also share that voter guide. Help us get, get it out. You know, we spend uh, a lot of effort in the off-election season to create uh, these avenues so that we can communicate who 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 we need to you know who, who we need you to vote for. We do a lot of vetting, so uh, here we are. So How do we help, find the guide. Uh, go to sdcgo.org slash voter guide or go to San Diego County Gun slash voter guide. Make sure you do it and we'll see you at the gun show. There you go. March second and third. Yeah, go buy your movie tickets. Oh yeah. Can you do it at the at the door? Go buy them right now. Because we're, we need it to sell out before, oh. so it's a lot easier to buy your tick. Your your buy. I mean, go buy your ticket. Buy your tickets because you don't have to wait in line or whatever. We're trying to do this like it's twenty twenty four rather than you know nineteen eighty four. So how much is popcorn? <clears throat> cheap. That's what I want. Some hear. of the cheapest, but it's only twenty five bucks to come watch a movie with us. It's under twenty. It's like fifteen bucks to go to the show, to go to the actual gun show symposium. So go to the gun uh, gunownersradio.com. Buy your tickets today. Like and subscribe to our show. Share it with a friend. Leave a comment. Support our advertisers, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training, Firearms Legal. Big shout out to Alicia. Michael, Sam the Gunman, Matthew, and Mr. Brendan Thomas. Is Bob Siegel coming in? Already saw him. Then we are going to get ready. That's all he's probably going to talk about is Taylor Swift. Right here <laughs> on the Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer.